So, you know that feeling when you have a dating app and you get a message and you're excited and then you click on it and it's awful? It's just an awful pickup line? Yeah, that's what I call an icky picky. And these icky pickies today are so bad that we are skipping Monday Mail Mail because we need to talk about this. Guys, as in males, you are on the naughty list right now. This is unacceptable. I can always tell when someone doesn't listen to this podcast because the pickup lines are icky as fuck, okay? And my sister sent me a few screenshots today, so I will be dedicating this time to her icky pickies and my head is spinning. So this first specimen that messaged my sister, his name is Matt, and they had been talking for a little bit they had sent a few messages by this point and he they were making some joke about how if they do end up dating that they would have to come up with a story about how they met so they wouldn't have to say it was on a dating app like they were joking around anyway so his last message to her said for our fams on how we meet we could say at the bean and she just didn't answer i think that she got bored and just didn't want to answer on christmas eve Now, keep in mind, this is weeks later. On Christmas Eve, he sent her a message that says, I want to kiss you under the mistletoe. Sir, she does not know you and she did not answer your last message. So, what in the world makes you think that she wants to kiss you under a mistletoe? Also, you know nothing about each other. Where is this mistletoe? Your house? That's weird because you haven't met. This is so dumb. I have received drunk texts that are so much less embarrassing than that. Also, on Christmas, Matt? Really? Christmas is a very family-oriented holiday. You spend time with those who matter the most to you. And you're saying to a random girl, I want to kiss you under the mistletoe. And I give her a lot of credit because she didn't answer. And I have too many immediate comebacks in my head to that. It would be so hard for me to not mess with him. Like, he would say, I want to kiss you under the mistletoe. And I would just say, I don't want to kiss you at all. Or, like, I would want to send back, who is this? He needs to get the message that you don't know each other at all, okay? She knows that his first name is Matt. She knows his age. And she doesn't even know his last name. Like I always say to most of these icky pickies, Matt, try harder. This is like the most middle school thing I've heard in a long time. If I were in eighth grade and the Christmas season was nearing and my crush texted me or like Facebook messaged me and said, I want to kiss you under the mistletoe at school. I'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. But I would only be thinking those things because I would be 13 years old. Girls, once you start thinking about this, you're not going to be able to unsee it. When you read your pickup lines, think about how many of them are like 10 years off in their tone imagine someone in eighth grade sending them and if you read it and imagine that and you're like actually yeah a guy would have sent that in eighth grade 
that should scare you. It scared me at first, but nothing scares me anymore because I notice these patterns and they're so repetitive. And at this point, I'm so numb to it. So Matt, I'm sorry. Close, but no cigar. All right, our next specimen that messed with my sister, his name is Noir. Kinda like the name, hate the pickup line. So definitely put your seatbelt on for this one because it's a lot. Noir messages her and says, Haha, I have this story in my head already, smiley face. I love your family pics. Y'all are a tight-knit family, aren't ya? Italian roots? Your poor father. Four girls? Jeez, haha, that's four misses. Haha, did y'all consider getting him a male dog to help balance the estrogen overflow? Just so you know, I'm a stand-up comedian in my alter ego. Haha, so hope my sense of humor is coming across. Noir, a lot of things are coming across and your sense of humor, unfortunately, is not even in the top five of those things that are coming across. And also, everybody keep in mind, these were sent in five separate paragraphs. I'm not even kidding. I don't know where to start. Um, but Noir, let's start by bringing it in. And by that, I mean, don't send five paragraphs as a pickup line. And the content in the five paragraph pickup line is a lot. And it is a lot for so many reasons. Uh, the way you said Italian roots question mark. Like, yes, Noir, that was a lucky guess because we are Italian. However, none of the pictures were a dead giveaway. Like, there's no Italian flag in her bio. There's nothing that's a dead giveaway. So it was presumptuous to say Italian roots. It was presumptuous to say your poor father. How does he know that my father is alive? Luckily, he is. But to show you what I mean, let me give an example. Say we were not Italian. Say our family were not close. And say my father weren't living. That could have been a disaster, Noir. She could have sent back, I'm not Italian. I actually have family issues. And my father isn't even alive, so fuck you, Noir. Oh, and the icing on the cake when he says, Just so you know, I'm a stand-up comedian in my alter ego. Well, Noir, you're trying to be a comedian right now. So are you telling me that your alter ego is what just did that pickup line? And also, you're not a very good stand-up comedian. Because if we were in person, I would throw a tomato at you. Oh my, I just laid into him. Noir, I'm not going to lie to you. I do still have one thing left. And I'm confused why, Noir, why you said in your first message, I have this story in my head already. Sir, who are you talking to? Your alter ego? What story? And like, what in the Christian gray is this? What story, Noir? I don't know. I just wish these people would stop bothering my sister. She's a bad bitch, okay? I know a bad bitch when I see one. And she doesn't have time for your trash effort. And she doesn't give a fuck about your alter ego. So graduate 8th grade and then we will regroup. How about that?
Wait a minute. Do you hear that? The train's coming. Bitch, take my hand and get on the hot mess express with me. Yes, you already know. It's a runaway train, one-way ticket to Cringeville. But you know how sometimes something is so bad that you can't stop watching? So I am finishing up season seven of Are You The One? And for those of you who don't know, 11 guys come in and 11 girls come in and a professional matchmaker has picked a match for them and they spend 10 or 11 weeks figuring out who their match is and if they all match with the right person, they win a million dollars. So this girl Callie is on the show and she has a thing with this guy Brett and they party a lot on this show so they can like get to know each other and socialize. So Brett is very jealous and she was trying to get to know all the guys in the house to make sure that she could find her actual match. So she was drunk and Brett was like, Callie, come here. And she was like, Zach. So in other words, she called Brett Zach. Now you have to do this in order to really understand how hard this is to recover from. I have done this before and here's the problem of doing this. So I'm going to pretend that I'm Callie so I don't have to give away the guy I did this to. So say I'm Callie and I go, Zach to Brett. Here's why this is extremely hard to recover from. So now Brett is thinking, no matter what Callie says now, Brett is thinking like that bitch is thinking about Zach. Like what? She's going to be like, no, I was thinking about you when I said Zach. No, you weren't, Callie. You were thinking about Zach and that's okay. The only unfortunate thing is that it's so obvious to Brett now and it's just hard to recover from. Lil Wayne has a song called God Bless America and he says, they say the drunk never lie. They ain't never lying. So Callie, I feel this on a spiritual level. I have done this very thing, but the only thing worse than doing it drunk would be to do it in your sleep, which thank goodness I've never done, and I don't think Callie did either, hopefully, but can you imagine if in her sleep, she's like next to Brett and she's like, oh my god, Zach, because your subconscious thoughts are what your dreams are made out of and so what are you going to do? Like wake up and be like, oh, don't listen to my subconscious. Like she's always lying. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a hard one to recover from. And I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Never, never sleep talk. Our subconscious is the biggest snitch ever. And you know what they say? Snitches end up in ditches. So good luck throwing your invisible subconscious in a ditch. So guys, do not sleep talk this week. I will not sleep talk this week. None of us should sleep talk this week. And send any Monday mail mail to guyjustcant at gmail. But never, ever, ever forget that guy just can't. Guy just can't.